Hi, I'm Thesia Ellis, and welcome. And I'm your host, Thesia. <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome to Grand This Like Grandma's Life podcast. I'm your host, Thesia Ellis. Get ready to laugh, learn, and grow with me as we explore growing old in an ever-changing world. Today is July twenty-third, twenty twenty-three, and this is episode forty-one. Finding my place in the situation. Okay, I am discombobulated, but I'm going to do my very best. I am in Florida. And I'm, and I'm recording, recording a podcast there. I'm really hoping that you can't hear the television running downstairs because mom's losing her hearing and she turns the television way up. So I'm up here in the upstairs room trying to do things to, uh, to do podcasts and, and, uh, and, and I don't have my, I don't have my regular setup. As you can imagine anybody who's traveling, I don't have my regular setup. So I usually print off my pages so that I can look at that. And I do not have a way to print off my pages right now. So I'm going off just off the computer and I'm hoping everything is going well on the other end. We'll just find out. Um, <clears throat> farm happenings. Yes, I'm not on the farm, but I still keep track of everything that's happening there. And, you know, it's this. I was there for a few days before I left to come here. So uh, we got another 1.9 inches of rain. I'm not uh, so um we're getting rain it's july we don't usually get rain in july it's, this has been a weird year oh every time i say that i am reminded that every year is weird in one form or another it's either hotter than normal or colder than normal or wetter than normal or it's late later than normal something it's always something but july is usually not the time we get rain but i have to admit we will probably have a great harvest this year because we've had rain we'll have to see how it goes when I return, I'll check it and maybe we'll have some grapes. Another thing that's been happening on the farm, and Tom has been telling me about this for a while, but I hadn't seen it. And then all of a sudden, uh, she's been coming around more. But we've got a wild turkey hen that keeps coming visiting my my uh, heritage breeds birds, uh, turkeys. And I, I don't know. I think it's cool that, that she's coming around and she's coming around a lot. But uh, I really need, I think, I need to figure out how I can uh, get it where at least they can visit better than just from on through the fence or something. I don't know. That's just a thought. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But it is cool. Tom even got some footage of it. It was, it, I may see if I can get something, do something with it and put it on one of my videos. But um, I don't know. We'll have to see. But he did get some footage of it and I did get it on the computer. So um, that's really neat. Um, we did take Oscar to the, to the processor and... Uh, I did not talk about it on my on my video that I put out just today, but I, I guess I can talk about it a little bit. I didn't want to, I did not want to video it because I knew it was going to be a difficult thing to do in the first place. It was going to be hard to look at, and I didn't want my audience to seeing it. Um, Oscar has had back troubles for several months now and was not getting over it, and uh, so we decided on Monday morning to uh, take him to the processor and. <laughs> We literally pulled and tugged and worked with him for an hour trying to get him out of the mud hole. Then he slid back into the mud hole. Then he'd come back out back out of the mud hole. And we finally got him loaded up onto the trailer and took him to the processor. I was not happy with the situation, but I, there was nothing I could do about it. Now, the people at the processor, I had already called them in advance. They knew that Oscar was, was crippled. A lot of processors won't take an animal who can't walk, but he did as long as he was still alive when he got there and he was um then we're it was kind of terrible because we would be tugging and pulling and he would be pulling and tugging back on against us and 
all three of us would have to stop and take a water break. And what I have to do, what I had to do to get him water was to get the water hose and do it like a drinking fountain and let him have drinks of water then. So yeah, we got that done. It broke my heart. It was very traumatic for all three of us. Uh, I have no idea how the meat's going to taste because he was a bore and he was stressed. We were all stressed when it came to that. So I don't know. We may have a whole boar's worth of meat that might not be worth eating, but at least he's not suffering anymore. And it's one less thing for Tom to have to take care of and uh, uh, deal with while I'm here in Florida. Um, we had a storm blow through in the middle of the week. I can't remember what day it was, but it, at the same, I think it must have been Sunday night. I don't remember when it was, but it blew the uh, a whole section of roofing off of Waddle's pig hut. So the day before I left to come here, I was out there repairing that, and uh, uh, they're good to go again. And that, that is on the video that I just put out today. So he's got, she's got a, a pig hut that's intact again, and uh, so that's going. That that I feel better about that. I did want to get the fencing done, but I just I just didn't get it done. The trip to Florida was, it was already going to be a late night anyway. It was supposed to take off at 7.20 at night from Tulsa Airport and land at 11 o'clock at night, uh, Florida time. And uh, I don't know why. I don't know what happened, it was, but they kept delaying it and delaying it and delaying it. And I guess for some reason they had to wait for an airplane to land and they had, and those people had to disembark and then they had to clean the airplane. And uh then we could get on the airplane. So it was 10 o'clock at night before we even got on the airplane. And it was, and then it landed in Orlando because my brother, that's what my brother wanted to do. He came down to pick me up and, and brought me back up to the Jacksonville area. Apparently the, the flights are cheaper if you land in Orlando. And he was very kind. He came and picked me up in Orlando and drove me all the way to Jacksonville. So I got up at five o'clock that morning and I we got to his house at 4 30 the next morning so I had a 23 and a half hour day and I actually did pretty good I held out okay um I got up I, I got about five hours of sleep after we got there and got up but I only let but it, it's kind of terrible I'm, I feel I'm glad to be getting back to work honestly I laid around for a couple of days and Mom and dad watch a lot of television and I got sucked into several movies. In fact, we just got done watching one movie and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, today's the first day I've been basically back at work. I've been laying around and doing nothing but, but watching movies and Fox news. So now I have decided it's time for me to get back to work and I'm, I'm getting some housework done for them. And uh, I've got, I got the, I got the video put up today and I'm doing this podcast for you guys. So, yeah, I'm ready to get back to work. I'm ready to be part of it. It's been rainy the last couple of days. It's kind of cool because it, because in Florida is one of the things where they have warm, you know, basically hot air and very humid. And then about four o'clock every afternoon, thunderstorms roll through. And it's been not quite that time frame because there's been other thunderstorms that's been uh, adding to it. But I don't know uh, where we are. There is a uh, kind of a covered swimming pool it's only covered by a screen but a very stout screen you know like it's, it's a screened in thing even the the top of it is screened and uh so the the rain will still get through but um there's no mosquitoes i don't know it's just nice and and right off the back 
outside of outside of the screened-in porch area is um, wilderness. I don't know. There's palm trees. You could every once in a while you see a lizard going by. Um, I've heard that there are alligators that go up and down through there. You know, so it's kind of interesting. There's another pond that's nearby that they said that definitely there's alligators in it. So I'm going to check that out in the next few days too. I'm going to try to talk mom and dad and go into a few few walks, either in the evening when it's still cooler or before they get up. I get a feeling I'm not going to be able to do the early morning thing with them because mom, mom sleeps in, but I'm going to try and hopefully I can get them out because we have two scooters, one for each of them, and that's good. So maybe we can get them out walking. I can walk and I can get some exercise instead of me laying around all this time. While I've been here, Tom has been working on the in the garden, and just yesterday he put up seven cans. They're, they're, they're uh, pint-sized cans of jars of tomatoes, and seven of salt, seven more of salt. So I think I can't remember how we already have now. I think we have five that we made up last week or so. Maybe more net. Now that I think about it, <clears throat> one way or another, we've got plenty of salsa to last for a while because that's what he wanted to make. And then he put up some tomatoes, and I I use tomatoes a lot, uh, so that's going to be cool. He's doing a good job of taking care of the of the garden, and apparently he's even canning too. And I have to admit, Kenzie is doing an excellent job. She has been doing the dishes and laundry and taking care of my egg customers for me. So we got a pretty good deal going. I really appreciate all the work that they're doing at home so that I can be here with my parents. I do not have my three things today, guys. I'm just, I was just happy to get up and get back to work. Um, stuff I'm reading, I left at home. So I don't even have the, and I don't even have a quote of the day because all that stuff is at home. So you get it, you get it. You don't have to listen to me go on about that. I do have a scripture of the day and uh, I can share that one with you. It is Ephesians, Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. And it says, children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Listen, oh no, excuse me. Instead, bring them up in training and instruction of the Lord. And that fits us right now, you know. I'm trying to take care of my parents and help them get through a situation, especially with my father. And but I'm trying to obey them at the same time. That's a hard thing, guys. It's hard to say, look, you can't drive. You don't need to be walking without your walker. And he dad's looking at me like I will do what I want to do, you know. So I don't know. I struggle with that because I am from an era that what your parents said went. You didn't argue with them for any reason whatsoever. And and it's kind of coming down to almost if not a life or death situation, but it's definitely a situation where you know it could be a, save a trip to the hospital. I don't know. It's 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 been it's not been fun. And and it said you know so like fathers do not exasperate your children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, he can be exasperating. So can my mother, I have to admit. <laughs> and anybody who has elderly parents, they, you know, you know that. Okay, my main subject it are some of the issues we've been having. I had, my dad does not need to be on the road. If you've seen any of my videos in the past at all, how I dealing with them and their driving, I was had already told, I had already stated I was going to be the one to drive. We're not going to do this. And uh, the very first thing my dad says is, well, I'm driving, get over it, deal with it. And so uh, I was not happy. <laughs> and on that, on that trip over where we were doing, 
He almost ran one red light. He got lost. He couldn't figure out how to use his GPS. And we did blow through another red light. And we uh, almost rear-ended somebody. Had a pretty good speed. And so I was definitely not happy. And uh, I didn't yell at him or anything like that while we were on the road. But there were some discussions when we got home. And uh, so I think we've got that worked out now, which was hard. Like I said, it's hard. You don't, we don't want to, you don't want to be disrespectful, but my desire to live must outweigh his desire to prove that he can still drive and he cannot. Um, my mother, everything is, well, you just don't understand. You don't understand this. And I don't understand that we can't do this. And nobody understands our situation. It's like, yes, mom, we do understand. And I, you know, I try, I try to help. And that's part of my problem is I keep trying to fix everything. You know, mom keeps saying, well, we just don't understand the situation. And well, tell me your situation so I can help fix it. Well, she doesn't want me to fix it. She just wants to fuss about it. And I need to, so I, you know, I'm trying to help her understand situations and I'm trying to help fix things. Uh, I'm trying to offer to help them in every way, way I can. And I'm not smart enough to understand that maybe they don't want that kind of help. Obviously they don't want any help, but they're having to rely on me while dad recovers. And he actually is recovering some, but they're, we're having to learn how to deal with each other again. All three of us are very stubborn, very uh, independent, strong-willed people. And we're having, I'm having to bite my tongue in a few times and, and I'm having to learn how to handle the situation. Um, they, I personally feel like they need to be in uh, some sort of assisted living. And I've even said, I'm going to be here for two weeks. Help, you know, let me help you figure out, maybe help you pack a few things or something like that. Because even though we helped them move from a three-story house several years ago, uh, from a three-story house to a one-story house, uh, they had a lot of crap that we moved in. And then whenever I moved them from the one-story house in Southern Oklahoma to Florida, there was more, there was crap that we brought there too. So the, even though they keep going smaller, they, they're not giving up a lot of stuff. I mean, they have been giving some stuff up, but it's a full house. It's full of 62 years worth of stuff that they've accumulated. And I've offered to help them go through that. I mean, obviously the pictures, my mom used to be an excellent artist. And so she has some beautiful artwork. And then she's got all the pictures of when we were kids. She's got pictures of her family. He's got, she's got pictures of dad's family, you know, for not, not current family, but previous, you know, generations ago. So there's a lot of neat pictures that we could be going through and saving and learning about and stuff too. And uh, we may do that while I'm here. We'll have to see how they do. Uh, it's, it, well, I would like to help them get a, get a grip of what they wanted, what they want. Cause regardless even if dad gets to feeling better and they can go back to the situation by what they want by themselves. Um, <clears throat> neither one of them have great physical health and they're going to have to make some of these decisions somewhere along the line. Anyway, <clears throat> there have been times that my, my brother has intervened and I've been very grateful for it. Like they listen to my brother. They don't listen to me. I'm the oldest and my brother's youngest, but it's that situ it's that generation thing. My brother is the man. He's the boy. He's the, he's the leader and whatever it takes. I don't care. It doesn't hurt my feelings, whatever. And my brother has stepped up a couple of times. In fact, he's the one that handled the situation with me driving. 
and I, cause I was not getting where we're dead and, uh, and my brother did it. He's very diplomatic and I'm very grateful for that. So I'm grateful for everything my brother and his family's done for us the last few days. Like I said, dad is improving when I first, when I first got here, well, they were saying he was falling like three times a day. He hasn't fallen since I've been here. He is getting more steady on his feet. He is getting, he's looking better. He had, the light had gone out of his eyes. He had like no comprehension. He's very tired. He doesn't look, he didn't look good at all. And, uh, he's improving. I don't, you know, I don't know how much of an improvement that is, but he is walking. He toddles. He refuses, refuses to use a walker. So I get the feeling somewhere along the way, I'm going to be picking him up whether I want to or not, but <laughs> that's the way it goes. Mom, sometimes she falls and, uh, at least she will ask for help when she's having some difficulties. But, you know, they have fallen. Mom got her, had her foot. Uh, she fell two years ago and broke her ankle and had to have surgery on it two years ago. It was almost two years ago. And, you know, so, but at least she asks for help sometimes when she needs it. But neither one of them walk well. And so, like, when they go in separate directions, I don't know who to follow. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun. But uh, I am, I'm glad to be back at work. I was glad to get the video. I had recorded the video before I left the farm. So it is up and I'm glad for that. And I'm going to try to get some video work done here. And I'm hoping I can get up early enough in the morning where I can go do some beach time and uh, get that taken care of. Or I want to do some beach time, not necessarily for just laying. I'm not going to lay around. I need to walk. I've got some feet issues. And it seems like when I do the sand, it helps my feet and I want to feel better. So I'm going to do that. Uh, so, oh, I messed up. My story of the day was the, the, the story of dad driving home, <laughs> getting lost and running red light and stuff like that. And this apparently this is going to be just a really short one. And I guess that's the way it goes. And they might be short for a couple of the next couple of them while I'm here in Florida. But hey, I'm glad to be able to get to talk to you anyway. So my question of the day is, what are some of the challenges that you have had in your endeavors and taking care of your elderly parents? And maybe some of you are young and you haven't had that issue yet. But I bet you there are a few of you that have. And uh, so I'd like to hear about it. And I'd like to hear some of the things that you have uh, done to alleviate those issues and and or make it better or what you did to make it worse i don't care just tell me your stories i'd appreciate it all right my income to producing activity of the day is podmatch i like podmatch this is with a, a uh, for those of you who are do um podcasting or consider podcasting or something and you want to be on other people's podcasts or you want somebody to be on yours um pod podmatch.com and if you look on the link below you can see and you can go through there um it it does you fill out um uh, you know um uh, bio information what your um uh, your podcast is about what you want to talk about if you have a if you do interviews with somebody on on theirs or or they did with you know however you know you feel you do a lot of upfront work of getting uh, information out there so that other podcasters can determine if it's a fit for you to be on their podcast. So, uh, but if you would go down the link below and go that do and go through there, I would get a small affiliate uh, thing, be no extra charge to you. And it's kind of, I've done a couple of uh, interviews with some other people and I've enjoyed talking to them. So that's what I've got for that. I would ask, even though this, like I said, this is a very short one, I would ask for a five-star review. So if you would go to one of any of your um, podcatchers or, or something like that, uh, whatever they are, uh, leave me a review. I'd appreciate that. It would help me to get found. 
and uh, so that's cool. Um, where I can be found, um, I have the 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 um, website is grandma'shomestead.farm. Grandma's Homestead is my main YouTube channel. That's the channel I've been doing for, I don't know, seven years, something like that, seven, eight years. And so you can see, you know, you can watch every once in a while. You can see where Kenzie, how much she has grown over the years. I started Grandma's Homestead YouTube channel. Originally, it was called Ellis Family Farms. And you can, I did it so that I could see us progressing in some form or another on our farm. And I've just enjoyed doing that channel. And I'd appreciate if you go check me out on that channel, Grandma's Homestead. And I'm just going to see what's going on over there. Uh, I can also be found on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, MeWe, Twitter, and Rumble on different variations of Thesia Ellis or Thesia E or something like that. That is all I've got. I can't spend too much time up here because i got to make sure that my parents are okay. I told them I was going to be up for, for as much as an hour, but apparently I'm not even going to be that. It's only 20 minutes today. So that's good. That's okay. We got at least I got to touch base with you, let you know what's going on in my life and what's going on here. And that's all I have for you guys. I pray that things are going well for you. I pray that you are handling things better than I do in some situations. And uh, uh, and I and and I will see you next time. God bless.